Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Bernard Karyukimbogua. Pastor Bernard is a resident pastor at Grace Point Church. Hey, hey! Marafiki then wapenda nao. Welcome. That's Ukariboni to Truthful Thursday. Focus on the family. The last many months, we focused on catching a biblical vision of marriage. Today, we seek a biblical foundation on men. Wanaume, honorably pursuing. That's a man uprightly katiyaing a girl. And the ladies, responding in a way that's respectful and honoring of the man, but ultimately in a way that's enthralling and magnifying of the name of Christ. Kindly be reminded that all through we've sought to use the book Love, Bila Regrets, that's love without regrets that offers Bible or biblical guidelines for love and relationships. The book is written by none other but Pastor John Mosimi and Pastor Mark Ebundo. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 and I read, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. The word of the Lord. Sifa kwa mungu. Genesis chapter 2 verses 24 says Mark and Musimi is a great commentary on the process of a man's movement toward marriage. This process they argue does not happen Overnight, like Gafla bin Vu, then you and I have a beautiful kidosho on our hands. Uh-uh, no way. That process, they argue, does not happen overnight. Neither does it occur by accident. There is initiative, intentionality, like BD, and a deliberate movement, all by God's grace from singlehood to marriage. There is the sheer act of leaving home, if you like it, leaving bachelordom, bachelorship, or bachelorhood, the hood itself as it were, then finding you, you the dude, a suitable mate, which involves spotting the girl, hopefully doing so prayerfully, then convincing yourself that you are the one for her then convincing her that she is the one meant to be yours and that ndugu amakaka unatosha mboka amongst your worthy and unworthy competitors that's where you say ouch 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 to this end you might be asking yourself is it therefore appropriate for a woman to propose to a man why dub this topic honorable male pursuit, not honorable female pursuit? Why should it be the man pursuing and not the woman? Kindly stay with me, please. Marriage preparations, as we know, vary across cultures. In the West, tradition has it that a man on bended knee proposes or asks for a hand in marriage. The surprise we give nowadays in our culture to our unsuspecting sweethearts borrowed from the West. 
in past times and in many cultures, marriages were arranged by the parents and grandparents of the bride and groom. In our times, though, the idea of a girl proposing to a dude is slowly gaining acceptance. Yet, we need to add that it's still considered the norm for the man to initiate a marriage proposal. Also note that simply because a practice or tradition is ancient, nayakitambo does not mean it's right. But back to our million dollar query. According to scripture, is it ever appropriate for a woman to propose marriage to her sweetheart? Can a girl walk to a man and say, Hey, handsome! Hey, kiongos pro max changamka! For here cometh your wife material, the mother of your kids. Can a girl do that? Although there is no Bible verse that speaks definitely uh, to this issue, the concept of the man taking the initiative to propose actually does have some foundation in Scripture. Let me say that again, although there is no Bible verse that speaks definitely to this issue, word for word, the concept and the principle of the man taking the initiative to propose actually does have some foundation in Scripture. Amen? Pastors Musimi and Mark Abundo argue that the very text we read at the beginning, that's Genesis chapter 2 verse 24, shines the spotlight on the man and not the woman. Let me read it again. Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother, and the man will do what? Hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Perhaps God shines the spotlight on the man because of the role of headship and leadership in the home front that's been given to the very man by his creator. In biblical scholarship, it is argued that God created the man first, which is actually true, and then created the woman from the man's rib. No wonder Genesis chapter 2 verse 22 says, Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. Paul echoes this, order of creation in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 uh, verse 8 to 9 when he says for man did not come from woman but woman from man neither was man created for woman but woman for man he goes on to explain that this order is part of God's design and leadership and it's not based upon cultural band but God's intention. This is not a good suggestion in Scripture, but a command and an instruction in Scripture that brings God glory and honor. There is no instance in the Bible where a man or a woman, there is no instance in the Bible, there are actually no instances in Scripture where a woman proposes to a man. The idea of a woman proposing to a man is never considered in Scripture. It's foreign to the writings of Scripture. Since God created men to lead, both in the church and at the home front, then it seems natural that the leadership of the man 
would begin with proposing marriage to the woman of his choice. Perhaps no wonder Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 11:3, but I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. That seems to be the biblical order. Therefore, join us next week for part two of Honorable Male Pursuit, or if you like it, Biblical Male Pursuit that's honoring of Christ and the men in our circles. And next week, we will be seeing whether our dear sister should be popping the question, Will you marry me, dude? Let's pray. Lord, would you help us in our relationships to be loving each other fervently, firmly, intently, and intensely. Forgive us when we are selfish, self-regarding, self-absorbed, self-obsessed, self-seeking, and self-serving and self-loving. Grant that our love will be the kind that covers a multitude of sins, especially in our love lives. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. To Chekiane next Thursday. Kwa heri yaku onana. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Brisbane Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website, gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.